everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Hump Day, and you have joined Back to the Window with Scott. And Scott, I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. And Scott, I'd just like to open the show and say, fuck! Okay, there you go. It's for Tyreek Hill, everybody. That's a, uh, it happened a, very quickly, didn't it? It really did. It, I, I mean, seriously, I, I woke up and I see him start to talk about, well, we've had a stall in uh, extending Tyreek Hill. Hour and a half later, he's gone. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. Uh, not a good day to be a Chiefs fan. However, I do have something to cheer up Chiefs fans uh, or Kansas City fans. If you're from Kansas City, you're depressed today. Uh, here's a little clip from yesterday just to uh, lighten it up for you. They're down three to two. And there's a ball well struck. Deep left center field, and that ball is long gone. Almost hit the scoreboard. Bobby Wood Jr., everybody. That's one for the Royals fans. How far do you think that went? Like 450? Well, the, line, the, the, the fence was 379, and he jacked it over the berm. So I think that's really close to 450, probably in the 440, yeah. 450 range. So. It's good to be here, everybody. Hope everybody had a great day yesterday. Scott, how'd your gambling day go? You do all right? Uh, not too well. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. killed me. Uh, I had him over nine and a half rebounds. He had seven with about 21 minutes left in the game. And then he had one rebound the rest of the game. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. What just happened said, fins up, baby. We might win double digits this year. <laughs> God, I hope they planned on handing the ball in the end around a lot. I don't know. I don't know. Have they got a quarterback that we don't know about, Scott, down there in Miami? I think Brissett's not there anymore. No, but Tua's okay. I don't think he's amazing. We'll see how it goes with the brand new coach. Maybe they'll click. I mean, hell, McVay made uh, Jared Goff look pretty good for about a year or so. So maybe they can catch lightning in a bottle. Long term, I still don't think Tua's the answer. But Waddle and Hill, at is that the best? wide receiver duo in the league at this point well i'm sure if we say yes we'll, we'll be absolutely roasted by everybody uh probably from what the uh la um who else i'm has? just asking because la is odell, odell signed a one-year deal though is, right. is he back and is he back in los angeles i thought he, he I, agent? I well i'm assuming he's coming back with his with the injury and you know a healthy okay. odell um and yeah of course antonio brown's not there anymore i mean you still have evans and godwin yeah for Tampa, I don't know about Godwin off the injury. It's easily a top three wide receiver tandem in the link. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, Tua says, says Tua can throw it three yards is what just happened. That's all you need for a cheetah. Uh, Miami fans, you're going to love the shit out of this guy. He's going to do things. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna make plays that you didn't think was possible before now. So congratulations, you're getting a hell of a player. And by all accounts... Pretty good dude, um, you know. Obviously, had well documented troubles in college, but has been a pretty good citizen here in Kansas City. So, uh, you know, and officially, you got to do what you got to do. Congratulations to Tyreek Hill uh, cashing in. Uh, he is a, a player of extraordinary talent. He gave us some good years here. Gave us a championship. And the bottom line, Scott, you can't pay uh, seventy million player seventy million dollars to two players and hope to build the rest of your roster. Just can't do it. Oh, I figured Bronco Devil be be checking in. He's gonna he's here to gloat. You knew you knew that you knew that was coming. Uh, King Me's in the house. T Train, what's up, Tony? Who scores for Anaheim tonight? Terry again, Zegris or Milano? 
Scott? I don't mind Terry. I mean, Terry's been pretty solid for Anaheim this season. They haven't been a good team, but they got some young talent. I don't mind Terry again. Very good. I think Zegers, Zegers is okay. I think he's more of a, of a facilitator, but I'd probably go Terry. Okay, good enough. Uh, James S. says he uh, almost threw away his St. Bonnie's ticket last night. He had St. Bonnie on the money line and the under. Scott, you and I were talking about that game before the show. I watched a uh, I watched the end of that game here just a minute ago, and yeah, Bonaventure was down four points with less than thirty seconds left, and Virginia once again uh, it all comes down to uh, here's an idea: make a free throw. Can't do it. Missed the front end of one and one, and that uh, pretty much cooked him. So the uh, the under was a pretty solid bet. Peter Wolf in the house. Ah, oh, Peter getting psyched for a big weekend. Hopefully a big weekend. Hopefully it'll be two days. I know. Uh, Peter's a big, uh, ironically enough, St. Peter's fan. So his daughter is your your daughter is a professor there, or your son Peter. One of his one of his uh, 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 offspring is a uh, professor at St. Peter's. So that's got to be cool. Big X in the house. What's up, Big X? Bronco Devil says F Virginia lost my parlay. Sorry, buddy. Uh, what does everybody think of Texas A and M tonight? Minus three. <sighs> Hell of a defense, Scott. Can they score enough? I think they could. Of course, Wake Forest would have been a tournament team had they not completely just butchered the game against Boston College. Bad team. To so you can make against. an argument that both these teams were in a great opportunity to make the tournament. A and M just got hosed. I don't really have much. I was gonna say A and M did about all you could. I mean, they lost. A&M they lost. The they they lost to Tennessee hosed, in the but, finals, but you know, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with A and M. I just think they're the better team. I think you have to. I think you. I you know, and it. I'll tell you why, at least part of the reason for me, is I've counted on Wake Forest a couple times this year, and they've absolutely let me down. Wake Forest, I don't know that you're quite fucking dead to me, but you are on life support. I like this A&M defense, man. This is a this is a, a defense that hasn't given up more than 65 points in their last five games, all against, I think, what is better competition than what they're playing tonight. Well, with the exception of Alcorn State. but yeah. uh, They gave up more to Alcorn State than they did to Oregon, Scott. I just like the part that involves A&M actually being at home. Yeah. They're not in the neutral site portion yet of the NIT. So you're getting A&M at home where they went 15 and 4 straight up in the regular season. Right. Against Wake Forest who went 5 and 5 on the road. I do like A&M there in Texas. I'm with you. Uh Peter Wilson's oldest daughter's professor there. That's that was that was what my first thought was. So, yep, congratulations. Good luck. Good luck. Uh JC Stone likes the Pacocks. That started last year when we started doing. Uh, was it Brad Peacock? I'm trying to remember. Or was who. it the? Or was it the year before? Was there another Peacock? It was either Brad or Matt. Could have been Matt. It could have been started with Matt and continued with Brad. It was one of the Peacocks. Rocco Devils should be the St. Peter's Wolf. No, never. It's 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 the Peacocks. Um, somebody asking about Washington State tonight. Oh man, I find that the I find that the hardest college game on the card tonight. I mean, I know there's only three, but I. I hate it. Well, there's four. What's that? There's four. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot about. I forgot UNC, the the cover bowl. Yeah. Uh, Washington State, another team that uh, plays pretty good defense. They are uh, decent on the road, Scott. They're they're a decent cover team on the road. Seven to five on the seven to five against the number on the road, and uh, BYU has been good at times this season, and they've been awful at times this season. Uh, we're going to roll with the defense. What team shows up here, buddy? I was tempted by the Cougars, but now you're looking at a situation 
where, well, you have the Cougars against the Cougars, right? Cougars against Cougars. That's right. That's what I'm saying. So I'll, I'll rephrase. I was interested in Washington State. Scott just said he was Washington. tempted by the Cougars, by the way. I'm sure that happens yeah. frequently, doesn't it? Uh, well, I never leave the house, so not as often <laughs> as you think. But either way, I was tempted by Washington State plus three and a half. Now it's down to one and a half. At this point, I kind of like BYU at home. Okay. It seems a little too short. I like the under. I think Washington State keeps the game close. I think it will be pretty ugly. But BYU only laying one and a half at home with their 14 and two straight up on the season. I'm going to go with the Cougars. The BYU Cougars. The BYU. I'm going with the Cougars. Thanks, man. Uh, James says he got the under on that game. We we both liked the under on Alley Show, didn't we? Yeah. We both had the under there. The only game we disagreed on was the A&M total. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Roland Mims says, happy hump day. You got the Boston Celtics play that you kind of liked and the Miami Heat minus six and a half. Scott? I know you said you you uh, kind of liked the uh, Celtics in that spot. What about the Heat? Well, Celtics, Celtics were my play of the day. The Heat won. It's tricky because uh, Golden State lost to Orlando yesterday. Uh, disastrous showing there. Uh, it scored 90 points against Orlando. Solid. An absolute embarrassment. Solid. But Miami has so many question marks. And you said six and a half. And now they're favored by 10. Yep. Now it's nine and a half. Yep. I mean, Golden we, State punted the game. Congratulations uh, on, on getting a good number. CLV, baby. Got that CLV. Well, Golden State officially announced, obviously, Curry's out indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Draymond's out for this game. Thompson's out for this game. Porter's out for this game. Yes, yeah, so they're benching everybody besides Poole and Kaminga. So if you want some, like, player props, I'm not taking Wiggins because he sucks, but I'll, I'd look for Poole or Kaminga to go over their points. As for Miami, though... Butler's questionable, Hero's questionable, Oladipo's questionable, Martin's questionable. I don't know who's playing. I guess I'm leaning Miami, but like under, maybe? I don't know what the hell I want. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I don't I don't hate the under there. This is a, a Warriors team that's gone under six or last seven. I do like that. Um, I wonder who's what they're going to, what the answer for Adebayo is going to be. That's is one of those players that you always have to see who's going to be who's going to be guarding him. So it's going to be loony, but they're going to try. But right. we'll see what happens. But Golden State's bench uh, squad has been okay filling in. I know they beat San Antonio earlier in the year. They hung around against Denver, so they've looked okay when everyone assumes they're going to get their ass kicked. I'm not sure if Miami's going to rest anybody after no showing against the Sixers bench, but I can't wait ten. I don't know who's no. going to play for Miami either. I think it could be an okie doke spot. I might, I might let this see, I might let this number go and see how high it gets, and then take it, take a little yeah. buy low spot. Uh, what just happened the last time the Heat let us down uh, two days ago? <laughs> I yeah. think yeah. two days ago they kicked my ass. Tell you that much. No friends, no friend at all. Um, who was somebody, somebody was asking about Wilmington? I like the team that covers a lot. I like the team that covers a lot getting points. So I guess it's Wilmington or pass. We were talking about that before the show. Wilmington 13 and four against the number as a dog. And uh, the uh, Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders 16 and three is a favorite. Um, it's, it's really the a game where you should watch out of just, I'd say, betting loyalty. Because mm-hmm. both teams, I'm sure, made a lot of people a lot of money this season. Absolutely. I'm expecting a nail biter. I've always gravitated more to Wilmington, even though they killed us in the 
a CAA title game yep. where they blew that lead against Delaware. Pretty bad beat there, but still, I guess I'm leaning Wilmington because they're getting points. Four and a half does seem a little bit large. I, I just don't think BU was that good. So I think the Lions might overreact to how Middle Tennessee State played yesterday. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's uh, to me this is this and these two teams are very similar. Not just the, not just their cover numbers, but they're uh, they're very similar teams. They both play decent defense, very good offenses. Um, you know what? I've got to take the points there with you as well. Yeah. Uh, just parlays went four and zero and eight and two yesterday. JR Black. No, no, it's uh. It's the it's solid picks. We tell you, we tell you, every, we tell you pretty much every day to make sure that you listen to uh, everybody on the Max Wagers Network, and uh, of course, our we always have a special affinity for our pals Jim and Chris over at Just Parlays. Uh, number one, because they're good guys and they're friends of ours. Number two, it's unbelievable. He's fucking hitting parlays like left and right, just mm-hmm. unreal, unreal. So, by the way, Bronco, to answer that question, if you have to watch Ooey Pooey. Maybe once out of the year, just for loyalty, if you made money fading them the entire season. Of course, he can't anymore. I know last year, for example, OKC had that massive tank job where they didn't cover a point spread for about a month. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember that. Um, vaguely aware of it, yeah. Let's just say I went out of my way to watch a couple of Oklahoma City games. You have to. You, ha- you have to go, are they really that bad? And you go, Are oh, you going to yeah, avoid watching any car accidents? You got to watch a couple, you know? Uh, speaking of which, we'll be back on our racing show on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the newly minted left turn mania will be back and, uh, in action on Friday after our normal show. We skipped last week because to be honest, I was in Vegas. So I was a bit busy, but also it was a brand new race. We didn't want to take a full crap shoot. Well, yeah. And the other thing was everybody was, it was college. It was college basketball all day or day yeah. on, over the weekend. Nobody so. cared about NASCAR that week and whatever. And again, we are not... NASCAR is not our number one sport. We we had some fun with it during the pandemic. We did pretty well. We thought we'd bring it back. Chris was he watches it. He was excited. We've had a terrible year for starters, but we didn't want to compound that. Like Scott said, going to Atlanta, new surface, new car design, and uh, they also had restrictor plates. Restrictor plates for the first time ever. So anybody, I don't care what kind of expert you were. If you listen to somebody talk about NASCAR and they, well, I know who's going. to, You had no fucking idea. None. Of course, some people, I'm sure, said they knew everything because they picked Byron to win and he won. But at the end of the day, it was a randomly new speedway. And if you were backing blindly just speedway drivers, I guess that counts as handicapping. But kind of like there's no research to go off of. Yep. Agreed. 1777 memorabilia in the house. Ninja 13 says uh, Middle Tennessee State Wilmington game over 136. Opened at 138 and a half, jumped to 140. And now it's plunged to 136 why the drop i'm assuming because it's a title game they're just expecting a little bit of tightness maybe in a neutral if i had to guess uh and it could also be the situation with josh jefferson too because we talked about that yesterday and i don't did he you know if he ended up playing scott uh i actually don't i just know that they were up 30 in like the middle of the second half so if he if he played he probably didn't play much is what you're saying Uh, yeah or if he did then well, they didn't really need him because they were going to win that game by twenty anyway. Yeah, that's my that's my only thought is that somebody's got some inside information on the on Josh Jefferson, of course, is the le- the leading scorer for Middle Tennessee State. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find anything, and I wanted to see if he played yesterday and how he did. I think I might lean under just because of the fact that Wilmington really did a great job against Northern Colorado defensively. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, that was so, that was stunning. I had the I had the over there. I love that play. They clamped them. Uh, Wilmington did everything you could ask. They put up eighty. You know, yeah. if you if you just said Wilmington's going to put up eighty, how much do you want to play in the over? I just said a shit ton. Uh, what I was the number in that? One fifty. Uh, dro- it dropped, and it, it. We talked about it on the show, and I said, you know, I advised right into the teeth of that fucking what appeared to be a sharp move. I said, go ahead, play the over. Still like the over. I think they put up what they put up fifty six or something in the first half. We were we were fucked something at, like that. Yeah, we were fucked at halftime. I know they put up. I think put up eighty plus in the second half. Way too little, way too late in that one. So I'm assuming it's based on good defense and potential title game tightness. If I was thinking of an angle, mm-hmm. but that would be my guess. Yep. Um, you got any thoughts on this uh, total for this game? Uh, for which one? For the Middle Tennessee State game, you want to? You want to? I'm leaning under, but once again, I'm not going to actually have a play on on the total. To me, you just lost four points of value. I, you're asking me what I would lean to in general. I'd lean to the under, but yeah. I'm not playing it. All right, good enough. Hey, we got all excited talking about the everything else, but let's uh, let's catch up on yesterday, Scott, because there was some stuff going on. By the way, please remember to uh, subscribe, to like, all that good stuff. You know the drill. Uh, hit the thumb, hit the subscribe button. Get over there to Max Wagers Network. Get subscribed over there. I know we've got a ton of folks that watch, so please uh, make that just a little bit of effort there and do that for us. We would appreciate it, of course. And um, don't forget to get entered in the contest. It's uh, I have the copy in front of me. I'm trying to remember the exact name of the uh, of the contest because it's it's a really cool thing, Scott. Um, nope, I have it yesterday, but it's basically 15 questions, and it's going to be over the Elite Eight game starting on Saturday. Excuse me. There's going to be totals, going to be sides, and going to be some player props. Anybody gets all 15 right, 10 grand right in your pocket. If that doesn't happen, the person who gets the most right is going to win a thousand. There's other prizes as well. Absolutely free to sign up. So the uh, the good news is all the notes are in the show description. So make sure you, the links and everything. Make sure you check that out and check out. <clears throat> excuse me. Check out our uh, Sweet 16 guide that they're furiously finishing up right now. And the link there is uh, is there as well. Any thoughts on that, Scott? Um, no, I feel like you kind of touched on everything. All right. That's where you were supposed to like kill for about 30 seconds there. I got to do Yeah, I know. I recognize it. Nicely done. I want to make sure that we got the shot of you drinking something. Douchebag. Um, okay. So let's talk about what happened yesterday. There was some good news out there. Um, wasn't necessarily for Chiefs fans. Okay. I'm going to let it go now. All right. Very good. All right. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, there was some good news, Scott. There were some winners and uh, there were some whiners. There were some people that, uh, as we like to say, took it in the shorts. And there were some people that took it to the bank. Let's find out whose camp you were in as we reveal the hump day edition of Call the Cops. All right, very good. If you had Xavier minus the two and a half, did you have that play personally, Scott? I did not, but I actually watched the ending of that game. Yep. I wish both of them could have lost, because that was some of the worst execution I've seen in the final 20 seconds in a while. Uh, they were going up against Vanderbilt. They led by three with a second left. With, oh, God damn. They fouled. It's the play we always tell them to do, right, Scott? Foul yeah, them. we always tell them to, but with one second left, you're cutting it pretty close. Uh, they fouled them, of course, so they couldn't tempt the three-pointer. Vanderbilt made one of the two free throws. Uh, that was enough. Xavier to... actually had an inbound, by the way, with like point nine on the clock. So you had a shot there. Could have fouled him. Andy got the immediate foul. Yep. 
Yep, and they did. And they turned it over on the inbound. Yep, absolutely. And yep. Uh, it, it took about, what, 10 minutes to figure out who turned it over and who what, what the hell was going on there on that pass? Uh, there were about four reviews in the final, like, 45 seconds. It was really painful to watch those final 40 seconds. Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. All right, buddy. Well, if you had the Islanders, team total under two and a half against the Senators, well, you were in good shape because it was 0-0 with about 10 minutes left in the third period. Islanders scored a goal, and then Ottawa pulled the goalie once. Islanders scored. Or sorry, the Islanders scored a second goal right before they were going to pull the goalie. And then down 2 nothing, Ottawa decided, you know what? Let's pull the goalie anyway. And uh, the Islanders scored again. Don't do it. So the, the Islanders went from no goals in about 50 minutes to three goals in 60 minutes. And you can rip up the under 2.5 ticket. <laughs> brutal. Brutal. Probably the beat of the day, huh? Uh, either that or Virginia money line. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even include Virginia money line because I figured we were going to get to it. Yep. Plus, we might mention that game in one of the other segments, but still, awesome. I mean, you have no goals through 50 and you'll lose a team total of two and a half and 60. That's pretty rough. Fucking ridiculous. Finally stayed in the NHL. If you had the Hurricanes on the puck line, minus one and a half against the Lightning. Against the Lightning. By the way, my Blues came through last night. I told you, buddy. I said I like the under in this game and that ended up winning. Uh, you're not going to talk about the one you picked wrong on the other side? Uh, no. Okay. They led three to one with one minute left. Hey, that's pretty good. That's more than one and a half, right, buddy? Oh, they're about to pull the goalie. And oh, you know that means oh the no. Netter could be 4-1. Oh, Lightning pulled the goalie. Here we go. Yep, there was a goal scored. Wrong team. Wrong team. Hurricanes. They win three to two. Good God. If you had the Hurricanes minus one and a half, uh, call the cops. I think that paid out at around plus 170 to make it even rougher for people. But Ooh. yeah, the under was five and a half. That got there. Ooh. Very good. All right. Well, there was some good news out there. And this is the people that were on the right side. Instead of burning your tickets, instead of tearing up your tickets, you're kissing your ticket. You're showing it to your friends. You're putting it on Twitter. You know who you are, you obnoxious motherfuckers. Um, no, that's not true. You're, you're a winner. That's who we like around here. Hey, let's find out. Scott, who was sitting in the rocking chair? So, first one in hockey, if you had the Kings on the money line against the Predators, King me. Led, it, led three to nothing after the first period, and they won six to one. Very good. Very good. If you had St. Bonaventure, <laughs> you had St. Bonaventure and Virginia, it just makes me chuckle to even mention that game. Move. And, yeah, absolutely. That was a That was a big time move for us. And uh, if you had the under 123 and a half in that game, congratulations. They put up 38 in the first half. You're already you're already in your rocking chair at halftime. You you've got a nice comfy spot. You got your cigar going. Yeah, no sweat at all. The game landed 103. It was a little tight there. We thought there might be a little overtime. Um, you know, you might have survived an overtime. We, it still honest. would have taken a pretty a much stronger 5 minutes than they played at any other point in the game to get it over from there. But, uh, yeah, he made both both free throws, and that was your ball game. Congratulations, 52-51. St. Bonaventure moving on. And if you had the under 123.5, you're counting your money today. Congratulations. And the last one, if you had cover machine UNC Wilmington, minus two against Northern Colorado, led by 13 at the half, and they won by 16. Yep, yep. Now it's cover machine. I, I would like to know, I wonder, I don't. I doubt if anybody's ever put this together, but are these the two most successful cover teams to ever face each other in the postseason, do you think? It could be. I'm trying to think of who... 
I'm trying to think of what the spread or what the record ATS was for USC last year because Drake played USC and Drake covered like the first 20 games of the season. So I'm kind of curious. Yeah, they were on, they were on fire. And then Drake this year was the exact opposite as they just, yeah. they couldn't get out of the barn. At well, all. That's expected though. You know, you overachieve one year, sure. the market's over adjust, and then you go back down. Absolutely. Scott, we haven't done one of these in a while. Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's get out to, uh, Let's get out our bottle of Jack Daniels, pass it around, make sure the odds makers get an extra big swig because I pretty much, uh, I think they were, I think they were drunk yesterday, buddy. It's hockey. Go ahead. So, by the way, uh, Tim, I originally had the Bucks in for the rocking chair, and I decided to give a brief brag about our farm, so I decided to switch it. But yes, the Bucks were also a rocking chair at minus six. Anyway. For Ozmakers were drunk, you had a nice matchup between the Rangers and the Devils in hockey. Game total was six, which sounds a bit low because the Devils usually have six goals or in their games by the end of the second period. And what do you know? It's exactly what happened in this game. The Devils scored seven goals by themselves. You had seven goals combined after two periods, and the game ended seven to four. Is the Devils over the new Presbyterian last of last year, Scott? I mean, I've been taking overs for the Devils for a while. They've done well. Goal first 10's been pretty good, too, for the Devils. Yeah, it's definitely been a nice way to get paid. But I know Stegen was in net, so the Rangers have good defense. But you can't put the Devils at six. It's kind of got to be six and a half at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and you've even seen some stronger numbers than that in games involving the Devils. So, All right, very good. Let's catch up on the comments section. Um, do 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 I like the Seahawks yesterday, as we talked on the on the live show. That Scott, yep, Ninja checked in. Uh, am I still having allergy issues? Yeah, I've got a little bit of today. It like moved into uh, <clears throat> my throat a little bit, a little bit of coughing. I thought the allergy part, the the sniffles and all that, had gotten better. But today I woke up and uh, you know, it's, of course, it's crappy weather here too. It's about fifty and rainy. So <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I'm all right. I still I still f- feel fine. It's just just annoying. So anyway, thanks. Uh, Fernando to answer that question on a two team teaser. It varies. So check the rules the of your book. Rules. Yeah, read the rules of your book. Some have teasers that ties count as losses. Some count as pushes. Hell, even some count as wins, but you're not going to see that many of those for two teamers. Fernando, it's kind of a trick question. I would say the it depends ma- on which book you use. The majority of most they're going to be a loss. Gonna... Do you think most? You think most are losses? Yes. Yep. I think it varies, but the point is, check your book. <laughs> Chris Lyons uh, checking in. I always talk to Chris because uh, Chris is Chris is a nice guy, but he always always roasts me when when we lose. So uh, especially me, he said he's checking in. Maybe he's the jinx. Um, sure, I'll put it on you, Chris. It's all you. It's all your fault. No, I, I, it's 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 just a bad. It's just a weird bad stretch. And the weird the weird thing is, you and I were cold kind of at the same time. I, I was going all right. You were cold, and I was cold. You were doing all right. But the farm never suffered. You know, we, yeah. we had a couple of losing farms in a row. So even the farm was a little worse than usual. But we still have been able to keep going. we've lost more than like two or three farms in a row in like three months. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. So, Chris, keep listening. And uh, it's I promise it's going to get better. That's the way it is. Uh, Super Slice says his book uses a reduced payout for a push. That's very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. That's what you're absolutely looking at. Uh, thanks, Nathan. I appreciate it, buddy. Um. Man, there's just not a lot. What do you got? What are you guys looking at tonight? If anybody has anybody put anything in there that I haven't missed? So the thing I've is, missed? it's mostly an NBA day, mm-hmm. but the card in the NBA is definitely more quantity than quality. 
Yeah, no question. Thanks, Eric. By the way, for the kind words, just catching up there. Uh, what's your What's your favorite? Let's Let's do that. Uh, I know you took Boston as your play of the day. You and I talked about some other things that we kind of discarded. I'll ask. Do you have any thoughts on that Boston game? On the Boston game, um, who's who, uh, they're playing Utah in Boston? No, I want to see who's healthy. No, I know what the game. Oh, is. I want to see who's not playing. Boston's basically entirely healthy because Smart and Williams are supposed to be back. Uh, Boyan's still out for Utah. Yep. Man, how are they going to win without Azubuki? Um, you know what? I probably don't like it as much as you do. I know Bogdanovich is out, but... Uh, I just have a hard time going against the Celtics at this point. Uh, yeah, they are. They are playing They are playing good basketball. They kind of, uh, kind of jacked around a little bit with OKC, but for the most part, they've been good. And of course, Utah's been better, too. And Utah's been playing a little better basketball. Uh, to me, that's a lot of points to lay. I'm not. Uh, you think four and a half is too many? Well, yeah, I've got it at five now. Um, okay. Yeah, I'd be tempted in the three and a half range. Four just with Gobert. I just, I just don't know what's the answer for Gobert, buddy. Well, Gobert's been terrible for the last couple of games, so I'm kind of, Are I'm not sure if he's injured or something. But last two games, he's been bad. He had four rebounds against the Nets. Four in 31 minutes. I don't know what is going on with Gobert, but what I do know is that I mentioned it on my play of the day video. The Celtics are 22 and four straight up in their last 26 games. All 22 wins have been by at least six points. Isn't that kind of wild? Yep. Yep. Um, it is. It's one of those things that sometimes you have to dig a little deeper to find those. Kind I, of I had to count it to make sure I'm like, that's by more than six. That's by, I'm like 22 wins. All by six plus points. Like, wow, nobody's talking about that. Tim Earl's got some plays. By, by by the way, make sure that you listen to Tim and his bro and his uh, his brother Nick, as well as Detroit Lenny every day at five p.m. Eastern time doing game time decision. He's got the Pistons plus five and a half, Grizzlies plus the two, Celtics minus five, Timberwolves plus two, and he's got Florida Atlantic on the money line for NCAA baseball. We keep threatening to have Tim on to talk NCAA baseball. That is. That is not something that I am particularly strong on. I like it. I watch it at least the, uh, at least when it gets to the, uh, you know, the the, uh, the playoffs and regionals and things like that. The super regionals. Yeah. Um, Scott, you like? I'm al- I'm always behind the eight ball for college baseball. Yeah, we need we need to get Tim on. We need to stop talk- just running our yap and get him on because he's a uh, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a good he's a good cat. I like watching their show think, over there with Detroit. I think Lynn. the one question I will ask Tim because. I feel like it's a tricky question that a lot of people deal with when they try to venture out into a new sport or a new league. Where exactly do you start when it comes to doing baseball research and what you should be looking for? It's a good point. Are you looking are you looking for the same things that you're looking for with MLB? I'm assuming there'll be there'll be differences. The totals obviously are going to be different. They still still use aluminum bats, right? Yeah, they still use metal bats, but I really am curious where you're supposed to start and everything because, of course, baseball, you inherently know most of the players in the actual league. Now in college, you have to dig up stats. I don't think, I don't even know if ESPN has a stat sheet for baseball. Longhorns have a great baseball team. Yes, they do. Uh, I know they were number one. Then Texas State beat them and they lost like four in a row, but they were the preseason number one. I know the basic stuff. I can't say I really know much about players. Right. Um, they use they use uh, BB core bats that are more similar to a wood bat. Okay, so they're still aluminum, but they have but they have like a, a hard core. I got gotcha. you. Uh, start with the conference. 
started with the American and the ACC because I live in North Carolina and it's close. That's not a bad idea. Uh, Brock or Romaine or Roman? I'm going with, Ro I'm assuming that's a wrestling question. Yeah, we're going to be doing it. WrestleMania is a week from this weekend. Yeah, I'm going with Roman Reigns. Uh, What's just it? because you got to beat him at some point. It seems like Roman Reigns is built up as being, of course, he's the face right now, but you kind of got to actually beat the damn guy once in your life. It seems like the crowd actually likes him now. I'm going Roman. You he keeps the streak. He keeps the streak alive. I think so. Yeah. Will, I, I mean, what is he? He's over against Brock at this point. I think he is. I don't think he's ever like beat. 0 12. Brock Lesnar. I'm assuming. Well, I yeah, I'm assuming that Roman finally gets it done. You, okay. All right. Um. I. You know what? I'm gonna save my pick for the show. I'm gonna read a little war, but I have a, I have a hunch Lesnar might beat him. I think if I, Lesnar wins, then I don't know what the hell they've been doing for the last year and a half. Well, just, the, build, just building up Roman to lose again. See, here's the thing with with guys like Lesnar, they sign these huge contracts and they only have to appear, you know, six times a year, eight times a year. So are they? I want to know if they're plugging in. Are they plugging in Lesnar more to uh, to Raw and to SmackDown? Is he doing more weeklies or is he still just doing the big shows? I think he's doing a couple more weekly, but not much. <laughs> but at the end of the day, at some point, I'm expecting Roman to actually win one when you're being built up as this invincible force. I think it's a good spot for him to win. Just saying. Proco Devils is Romaine or regular lettuce. <laughs> Romaine. I'm not a lettuce guy. So. I, I'm Romaine all day long. Give me that. Okay. The, keep that shitty oh, iceberg. You're not an iceberg guy? Fuck no. Unless you want to. You people that give you the wedge. That's that's like a can make your own pizza. What are, what are you doing? You're just giving me a wedge and some shit around it. Fucking chop it up. It was, do your thing. Is it ironic if they served iceberg lettuce in the Titanic? Uh, oh, I see what you did there. Yes. Thank you. Get it? Because it's an iceberg with an iceberg. Uh, for, yeah, Fernando and Cena's prediction: pain. What's that from, Scott? Rocky Three. There you go. There you go. Look at that. You just jumped right into it. You know all yeah. your, you know? I, if it, I know most of my sports movies, but I'll always. <laughs> my dad and I quote that every now and then. Do you really? That exact one. Okay. There you go. Very good. Clubber Lang, one of the best movie villains of all time. It's You know what's amazing is how tiny those guys both are. They're, yeah. they're both like, what, 5'8 or so? 5'8, five, 5'7? Five, uh, Mr. T? Yeah, he definitely wasn't the tallest guy. No, but he was about the same size as Stallone. Yeah, with the hair, Max Point, probably 5'10. I uh, loved it when Brock got pounded by Kane in UFC. Yeah, he had a brief uh, a brief foray into the uh, UFC, and it didn't end well. He had well. two. What's that? He was he was champion in the UFC briefly, I believe. I think he was champion at one point. Well, then he had, and then he he had he had he an came injury. back like five years ago. He tested positive for steroids and everything, so he ended up having the win voided against Mark Hunt. My bet didn't get voided because I had Lesnar like plus two twenty, and that was one of the easiest cashes of my life. So. Yeah, uh, he's had a couple of, let's just say, experiments with the UFC. What just happened, Tess? Fresno State minus 13. It's a lot of points to lay in a college basketball game with a team that runs that slow, and yet I did it. That's my play of the day. I like that. I, like uh, I mean, for the Total Chaos show, I just leaned to the over, and it's gone up about two points. Well, you know, I, I've talked about it on mine, and I'll, I'll do it briefly here. You, you, you think of mid-major conferences, they're all pretty much equal, you know. Uh, Youngstown State plays in the Horizon. Fresno State plays in the Mountain West. You're like, well, you know, they're not a Power 5 school, blah, blah, blah. Here's the deal. Wright State, the best Horizon team in the nation, um, they were, or in the conference, rather. They were ranked 175 on Kempom. 
Scott, there's 11 Mountain West schools. You want to guess how many of them were ranked higher than 175? Zero. Nine. Nine okay. were better than 175. The only two teams worse. Okay, so I, I flipped it. I, I thought, yeah. you, okay. Okay, so you, you thought higher, but a higher, yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, my bad. I, I, misin- I misinterpreted. I'm still not sure I've mastered the high seed and low seed yet, so yeah. <laughs> don't, okay. don't feel bad. So, yeah, only Air Force and San Jose State were worse than that, and that's the best team. So there's a huge disparity in the conferences. Fresno State does well with big spreads. I, I think they just fucking hammer on them. Yeah, I, I really thought you meant the other way around. So no, I get that. It was it wouldn't have been nine. It would have been like two if I was going with the inverse to your question. Okay, all right, yeah, exactly. Or whatever, exactly. No, and I give you credit for zero. Zero was pretty close to right. When I first started going through them, I thought it was going to be zero, but I, I go, oh yeah, that's right. San Jose State's terrible. So a lot of people riding the penguins, and man, are those penguins pissed because they've got those little short legs. They just waddle. You can't ride them. Stop it. I'm sorry, Scott. Youngstown State, a lot of people on them tonight. You see it? It's uh, 13 is so many points, but the Horizon League compared, it's definitely the weaker conference. Yep, agreed. Uh, Um, Yeah, I I just have thoughts on the over. Pitt or Youngstown? What? What are we asking? Oh, oh, Penguins. (laughs) Oh. I'm assuming they were, because we were talking about Youngstown. Does uh, Pittsburgh play tonight? Penguins play tonight? Uh, let me check. We'll, call, we'll we'll do both Penguins. We don't care. We got that yeah, they kind play of... Buffalo. We they play Buffalo. There you go. So, Give me the Penguins. I was going to say, Pittsburgh by murder? Give, I mean, they kill all the weaker teams all the time. Give me Pittsburgh puck line and give me Fresno State over those Penguins. That's that's my Buffalo place. has been pretty good lately, but Pittsburgh has as well. Uh, totals at six. I'm trying to think what I actually like here because both teams defensively have actually been pretty good. For the last week and change, which sounds crazy because Buffalo defensively has been such a mess the entire season. Yep. But recently, they gave up no goals against Calgary, which is extremely impressive. Gave up two goals against Vancouver, two goals against Toronto, one goal against Vegas. Defensively, they've been okay. I might actually lean to the under. Yeah, I, I don't hate that because I wonder who's going to score. So, and Pittsburgh still pretty good goaltending. Uh, Fresno State threw up 28 three-pointers in the last game. They're going to play faster than normal. You and I talked about that on Alley Show. We both like the over there, and so does the rest of America, Scott. We are line movers because we had it at 130. It's now 133. Um, Timberwolves says Buffalo for the cup. Okay, buddy. God bless you. Red Solo Cups. Um, but the... Uh, I, we both liked the over in that game, even though Fresno State was involved. So that's part of my theory behind picking that spread, that I think it's going to be a little higher number than we're used to seeing out of Fresno State games. So Yeah, I do want to ask you, though, since, of course, we're saving a play in the NBA for later, but I don't really have many other thoughts on the NBA. Uh, to be honest, I did, a, I did two podcasts on the NBA today, and I wasn't a big fan of the card, but we still went through every game. I am going to ask you, though, about how we started the show, because you started off with a brief, I'd say, noise about the trade that took place, and I am curious from a futures perspective. Yep. Do you think Kansas City still wins the division? No. Because that whole division's kind of gotten nuts. Let me see what they do with their defense. If they've they've got to they've got to plug some holes, they've they've got to plug some holes on the defensive line. We need another edge rusher. They've addressed the defensive backfield, sort of. We're really light on depth at linebacker. 
So as with every off season, I go into, I go into it with serious questions about what the chiefs are going to do on the draft. So, uh, I mean on the defensive side of the ball in the draft. So, um, I'd like to know, you got numbers anywhere? Have you seen them? I'm sure everything's down. Uh, I will check, but I just figured it was worth asking because I'm sure a lot of people are focused only on the Super Bowl odds and how that's moved. I think Tua MVP went down or 40 to one. If you want to waste your money, bet on that. But, um, yeah, I feel like not enough people talk about the actual division odds. I don't think win totals are out yet. Let me just no, see what I can get. I don't think win totals are out yet. K- Tim Earl says Casey misses the playoffs. That's what happens when you give away too much money to the quarterback. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Although I so Kansas I'd, City's still favored. Yeah, Kansas City's plus one sixty five. Okay, Broncos are plus two twenty. Okay, Chargers are plus two seventy five, and the Raiders are seven to one. You know what? You become at the king, you best not miss. I'm taking. The, I agree with I'm, the Raiders. I'm I think the, the Raiders Chiefs. should be like seven to one. I know they got Devontae Adams. I know Max Crosby's good. I still don't like the defense. I'm not a fan of McDaniel's a coach, so I do agree with the Raiders being last. Oh, you got Herbert and you got Wilson. I don't know. I think that division's going to be an absolute war. I I don't know. Remember, okay. Billy, I do disagree with you though. I think Vegas, even if you like the odds, I do think the Raiders are easily the worst team in that division. Oh, without you, without question. Yeah. Uh, JC Stone wants to know when we're going to do our MLB show. I think this is the way the schedule is going to going to strap out because we've got to, we're going to do a wrestling show. We're going to do our NASCAR show. So number one, I think we're going to be doing double headers all next week. I think we'll do our baseball shows starting Monday after regular time. We'll we'll go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for baseball. We'll go Thursday for WrestleMania, and we'll go Friday for NASCAR. Scott, clear, yeah. clear your schedule. Okay. Yeah, Mahomes get the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers. Brady, Brady had the Jets, crappy Bills, and the crappier Dolphins. That's oh, no, and you got to mention who Brady has now. Oh, he's, he's, he's back Panthers, in his comfort zone. Saints, mm-hmm. And um, who, Felipe Franks or Josh Rosen, a quarterback? Yeah, that's it. You, Atlanta? You've got you've got Darnold, Felipe Franks. Oh, no, they got Mariota, didn't they? What? Didn't Atlanta get Mariota? I don't care. But I'm uh, saying he would technically be the starter, wouldn't he? I guess. I don't know. Who the hell That's the one bet I'm already looking into if you really want to make it a very, very early NFL bet. Buccaneers to win the division, minus 280. Thanks. Yeah. Like, thank you. I don't know how that's not 4-1. to one. They're going to they're gonna kill everybody in that division. Scott, uh, Chris Lyons asking about the Nets tonight going up against the Morantless Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I got to go Brooklyn there. Laying a, laying a point and a half. We got Kyrie. I mean, the Grizzlies would be a playoff team without Morant, just based on record, because they've been so good without him. Right. But Durant and Kyrie together just have so much scoring power. And the Grizzlies defensively are actually better without Morant. Offensively, they're worse. Not a surprise. I know they got Dylan Brooks back. They have Jaron Jackson, who's been good this season, but... The Nets just have two unguardable guys. I'm going to go with the Nets because either of them can go for 40. Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, the Nets, as you might suspect, they are uh, absolutely fire on the road. 7-0-1 against the number of their last eight. So, Like, what? I'm going to fade Kyrie on his birthday. Come on, man. What just happens that I generally enjoy the show, y'all. I'm going to try and uh, dab in handicapping while in school. It's excellent mental break for an hour. Plus, I make money. Uh, usually, uh, 
at least enough to get a big gulp. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to ask you, though. Yeah, Tim. Just what's we, your big gulp drink of choice? Mountain Were you a one drink guy or did you mix? Me? Yeah. I, I did. Of all the bad food habits I have, and as, as you suspect, I might have. You were never a 7 Eleven guy? No. I was never. I'm never. I don't drink soda without food. I've never been just a drive around, sit and drink soda at my desk. I'm either drinking water, I'm drinking green tea. I do like uh, a, a frosty beverage soda for with dinner. Uh, Coke, Mountain Mountain Dew is my favorite. I'm, I'm a Dew okay. guy. I, I might have cheated back in the day. Yeah. I would fill up the big gulp with Slurpee, and then pay big gulp prices for oh, the Slurpee. Oh man, look pretty at you. degenerate, but I did it. Stealing, stealing. Um, A and M minus two and a half. Yeah, we are reluctantly. It's basically about the defense. Tim Rowe points out the Grizzlies are fourteen and two without Jaw. Yeah, we oh, yeah. we talked about that. that, and their number, their record against the number is very good as well. I just like this Nets. If it was against anybody else, I'd be tempted, but this Nets team on the road, I think that's a machine right there, bud. Yeah, James, I kind of quit soda mostly for college because the water was free and the soda was actually expensive, so I just did it for saving money. But yeah, for the most part, the only drink I'll have now soda related is probably ginger ale. A little bit, like okay. not much. All right, very good. Yeah, we've uh, I've I've limited myself to uh, one sugar soda per week and one diet soda per week. Everything else. I do acknowledge though that Mountain Dew is delicious. It's the best. It's the best. Um, Mountain Dew with a shot of Jack Daniels. I'm a I'm a purist purist when it comes to my bourbon. I don't like mixing it with anything, and I really don't like it mixing with anything sweet. I'm just not a, my my son drinks Jack and Coke. I mean, no, just fucking no. Remember in high school, a couple of times we would pour some vodka into blue raspberry Slurpees. That was I could get dangerously behind, good. I could get behind that. Magic Thunder. Um, somebody, somebody uh, asking uh, about that, and uh, we might uh, we might have a play on that here in in just a moment. So unless you want to get into it right now, you ready? I don't it's, know what other games you. It's about that about. time. I think uh, Arizona green tea. Up, oh, big fan, Tim. I agree. I agree. I still think the best tea on the market is. I'm a sucker for the Arnold Palmer, for the Arnold Palmer man. I can't do it. I, I, I good stuff. I despise Good's sweet. Stuff, I despise sweet tea. Okay. I, I absolutely can't do it. Can't do anything about it. A so. lemonade iced tea combo, man. Nope. It's good stuff. All right. Fair enough. And I know I'm in the minority. I get it. A lot of people drink sweet tea. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm allegedly from the South. Whatever. Whatever. So you you're not even a twisted tea guy for an alcoholic drink. Uh. Uh. Uh-uh. Those aren't bad either. No. Uh. Try Rowan's Creek. Uh, best bourbon. Okay, I'm always about the, uh, I'm always about the, uh, the good bourbon because I don't. Yeah, Kimmy, that's true too. My dad's a big brisk guy. Good iced tea too. Yep, agreed. All right, let's do it, Scott. Let's uh, let's get ready. You know what it is? It's Hump Day. We're uh, we're back on track. It is time, everybody, to uh, put on your overalls. Put on your good Hump Day overalls, whichever ones are lucky for you. Strap them up tight. Get your straw hat on. Climb aboard that John Deere and pull your lucky rabbit's foot keychain out and get ready, kids, because it's time to bet the farm. All right, Scott, we did have a bet the farm play yesterday. How'd we do? We had the under in the Virginia St. Bonaventure game, and we ended up winning. Cue to banjos! Yeehaw! Oh. All right. <laughs> That's it. 
It's the Straw Hats, the much-rumored, the much-talked-about, the much-threatened John Deere Straw Hats are in place. We've also reached out to John Deere about sponsoring that segment, so we'll see how that goes. But in the meantime, hey, back to business. We've got a Bet the Farm play, and somebody talked about it. It is from the Orlando Magic and the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're going to play the under, guys. The under 221.5, and, and that is available at minus 110 at BetMGM. Of course, don't forget to stop by. Check out the deal with BetMGM. Still, your initial bet is absolutely risk-free, up to $1,000. Check out all the details in the show notes description. And, of course, still have the NBA situation where if you bet $10 on any NBA game, somebody makes a three-pointer, 200 bucks in your account. So make sure you check that out. But for this one... We're going to play the Magic Thunder under 221 and a half. Why would we do such a thing? Well, each of Orlando's last two games have had less than 185 points. Speaking of less than 185 points, these two games played back on March 20th. That doesn't seem like that long ago, Scott. Orlando 175, buddy. 175. Oklahoma City, they are uh, what you call not good on the offensive side of the ball. They rank 30th. And the only team that can make fun of them, Orlando, because they rank 29th. If you're scoring at home, that's last and second to the last. And finally, <coughs> excuse me, guys, didn't even didn't even have time to grab the cough button. All right. Uh, finally, we talk about the status. We always want to look and see who's playing, who's hurt, who's going to go and who ain't. Uh, we have two guys, two very important guys. Wendell Carter may not play for Orlando. He came back after an injury last night. He was kind of banged up again. I doubt he goes. On the other hand, Gildas Alexander, he's also questionable for this one, but he looks like he is in a position to go. He played the last game. He's still a little banged up, but we think he's probably going to go. But if those two guys miss or are not 100%, it even adds more fuel to this under fire. So that's going to be our bet the farm play. It is going to be, once again, the Orlando Magic and the Oklahoma City Thunder under 221 and a half. Scott, thoughts? Yeah. Also to add, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. is averaging about 15 per game. The last game that landed 175, Orlando scored 90. Yeah, Wendell Carter had 30 of those 90. Yikes. So he really dominated the game. If he's out, that's a big loss for Orlando. Yeah, that's huge. That's that's pretty much not a piece of their offense. It is their offense. So, all right, that's going to do it for the farm. That's going to do it for the Wednesday edition of Back to the Window. As always, we appreciate everybody stopping by. One more time, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check out everybody else on the Max Wagers Network. Cool place to be, cool people to work with. We always have a blast when they're on their shows, when we're on their shows. And don't forget, Allie's going to be on our show on Friday. She's going to be back after, uh, I was going to say something rude. I'm not, after not being able to find her cat on, yeah. on last. And that was, that's, I'm not making that up. That's why she missed the show. She had lost her cat. So she found the cat. Everything is right with the world. She'll, she'll be on the show Friday. And of course, don't forget to check us out Friday doing NASCAR. And uh, we're doing double headers all next week with baseball, NASCAR, and WrestleMania. Fuck, full schedule, everybody. You guys are the best. Appreciate you stopping by. Appreciate all the comments. And uh, yeah, good luck on all your plays today. Once again, we'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I do our very best to help you on that endless journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. <laughs>